There we go. Fantastic. Okay, this is not a shameless plug of our products. I am a shampoo salesman. This is my brand, Kevin Murphy. Um, but if you do find yourself in a hairdressing salon somewhere around the globe, and they have this product there, buy it. If they don't have it, ask them for it. Okay. Um, like I said, my name's Peter McDonald, and I'm a, a shampoo salesman. I started, I had such a wonderful time, in 1994, selling shampoo in this very fine country of Denmark. And I spent the following six years accumulating more brands um, and uh, more territories. So I've had a, if anyone finds themselves out of a job and wants to get into something that's really good fun, join the hairdressing industry and sell shampoo. It's absolutely fantastic. Anyway, uh, so I was selling Joico and uh, Alterna and um, Photology, all that sort of stuff. And then one of the brands that we were representing was called American Crew. They offered us the rights for Australia. So I moved back. To Australia. By the way, if you're not wondering why I'm not talking about OWP, I'm doing a bit of a rendition of how I got there, okay? Right. So, move back to Australia. One of the things that I wanted to do was get involved with an Australian brand. Uh, the reason for that was because I had a theory. Most of the brands that I was selling were either American or European, and um, I thought, felt, that most of the people in the world are either curious about Australia or have no idea. They either think they're going to get bitten, eaten, poisoned, or killed through beer consumption with when they come to us. But anyway, I thought if I get an Australian brand that would tell a unique story about Australia, I would love to go out there and sell it everywhere. So that was 2000. Um, that quickly got consumed by selling the products that I had because I had a wife and a, a little one, and um, so we had to put food on the table, so I was busy selling my products. Late 2004, I met this guy, Kevin Murphy. He doesn't look like that um, <laughs> at all. Uh, but uh, he's, there's me, I am the shampoo salesman. Kevin is the creative hairdresser. We clashed. He hated me because I was a businessman and he, um, actually he taught me some incredibly valuable lessons that made it easier for me to choose to go ocean waste plastic. And the lessons I learned from him was do not, do not go cheap. Buy the best ingredients. Um, put enough in it so that it makes a difference. Um, and I, I did fight with him because I would have had a less expensive product if it was left to me, but he was, nope, no, nope, 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 nope. So he had lots of fights, and uh, this is how it So we have, a, we have an absolutely delightful product. It was not my fault, it was his. So anyway, next thing. So charities that we've got involved in. So things, as we have a history of getting involved in different projects, um, one of, and what the things that we really attached ourselves to were sustainability type projects. So um, Kevin got involved with the you know, Al Gore Climate Change Project. Um, the Australian company or charity that's associated with that is the Australian Conservation Foundation. So we give money um, for our, our aerosols, our, our, our aluminium cans for all of the ones we sell, we give money to the Australian Conservation Foundation, so that's, that's lovely. Um, another thing we do, we, we train, uh, we have a, a, um, a, sustain, a sustainable selling program in Australia and we teach them about lighting that can save money and uh, we, uh, what do you call them, towels you throw away so you're not actually washing, re-washing towels. We have throwaway towels that are made out of, I think it's hair fashion or bamboo or something. They're, they're environmentally friendly towels. And the last one that we've really got behind in the last few years is a product called EcoHeads. I'm getting to OWP, Christian Henrik. 
Right, so we have these eco heads, uh, um, wash, wash shower heads, and these ones, are, I don't know if you've been, anyone been to Australia? I know some of you have. And, you know, there's a lot of drought, a lot of, there's, there's our water shortage, shortages, they're consistent. So we, we sell these shower heads that's, that, both cl that clean the water, which is a big deal in Denmark, kelp, a lot of kelp here. Um, they clean the water, they, um, the, the holes are really small, so there's a hell of a lot more pressure. So it cleans hair quicker, and it, uh, about 30% of the water comes out, but it, because it comes out at such speed, it cleans the hair quicker. So we've really saved, uh, I don't know, thousands of Olympic pool-sized swimming pools because of this, these, these um, uh, shower heads. So when you add that, eco heads, go and talk about your hairdressers about that. They should buy them and put them on, because uh, that's another sustainable thing that we love. Um, okay, which leads me to ocean waste plastic. Very interesting listening to your barley story. Uh, why? Um, we got involved with these a couple of surfers that went to Bali to go surfing and they made these four ocean bracelets. Has, that, has anybody heard about those? Okay, so we, we have education events and we can have 200, 300, 400 hairdressers and, and then, you know, four, two, three hundred salespeople. We bring them together and we always are giving them these bracelets. I think they cost 18 or 20 dollars a pop. The money goes to, it's, goes to some to fishermen in Bali, uh, or different islands, I'm not sure where, but I think they've expanded now. But they collect that, um, they collect the plastic. Pay them. They pay the fishermen with the proceeds from the from the uh, bracelets, and um, yeah, that's how, that's how they that's how they clean the ocean. And we just thought that was the coolest thing ever. So that was how, that's how we got introduced to this whole um, ocean waste plastics. And then when did we? When did, I couldn't remember. I just want to remember when I rang you up. When was that? Do you remember? It was a year and a half. Year, year and a half ago. Year and a half ago. So our, the guy who runs uh, North America, the CEO, he rocked up to Copenhagen for a meeting and he'd, he'd been, we'd had an event in uh, Los Angeles the week before and one of, our, one of the educators there said, listen, why don't we make our packaging out of ocean waste plastic? And Rick said that to me and I went, what a great idea. Yeah, Christian, how you going, mate? <laughs> yeah, good, listen, um, question for you. Can we make our packaging out of the, the, the plastic that comes out of the ocean? Peter, Peter, give me, give me 20 minutes, I'll call you back. <laughs> so we sat there and realised, it, it's, so who's, who's, who makes packaging, who makes products in, in this room? Okay, tell me if this is a familiar feeling. There's a group of you who own the company, who run the company, and you're thinking ocean waste plastic, and you're looking at each other. So what happened to us, to us in that 20 minutes? We're going, we were quite nervous. In, in Australia, we would be calling it, we were shitting ourselves. Um, <laughs> why? It's because how much is this gonna cost? Yeah, because we're like, what have we done? Shit! Anyway, uh, so then Christian rang back and said, okay, uh, I'll send you an email. Yes, you can, in fact, make your packaging with ocean waste plastics. And so we sat there again, waited, and we sent an email, and we got the pricing. And we, then again, we got the, and then we sat back down again, and we were looking at each other, and we realised, okay, we can do this, but this, this thing that used to cost us, let's call it a dollar, because it's mathematically easier, this packaging costs us a dollar, 
Now it's going to cost us a dollar eighty, or if we have fifty percent, a dollar fifty, or something like that. Whatever it was, we looked at each other and went, "Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Let's do it. It's going to do it." Who's had that feeling? Who's had that feeling? Looking at each other, going, "Oh shit!" Um, and we, and we, 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 we decided we went for it, and we went to our distributors and told them, and we told them we're going to have to raise our prices. So there's manufacturer, Kevin Murphy distributors all over the world, and then their clients. So we put our prices up, not enough to cover, completely cover our cost, or the margin. They dropped their margin a little bit, and the hairdressers would charge more at the end. So I think we raised our prices to say two euros something, or two dollars in the end. Um, so we, we caught the loss, but we felt absolutely sensational. And the, um, the cool thing was the, re the response we had, the hairdressers were over the moon. They, they loved us. The, the salespeople were so happy because they're proud about going and, and, and representing it, representing our brand. They thought we were wonderful. Um, so it was for us. It's been an absolutely massive win to, to, to move over to Asian waste plastic. So you know, and watching you tell that story out there, I, I didn't realise the whole barley thing. It's it's a mirror of those those surfer dudes. You gotta, do you know them? <laughs> okay, that's very cool. Good to Daisy. Better put that back up in the line. Yep, good, good. Okay, um, I want to tell you a quick story because, it, which I feel is very important uh, to the success of all of us. Um, when I was selling, we had a product called Mop in Denmark for a while and in Australia, and it was called Modern Organic Products, and that was late 90s and early 2000s, early to mid 2000s. And it, its whole story was how much of the ingredients were made from organic ingredients. And so what happened, what, what I watched happen, I was proud about making, you know, selling organic ingredients because, you know, ultimately it's, does it make much difference to the product? I'd suggest not. But the, the fact that you're using ingredients uh, that have been coming from farms that aren't covered in petrochemical-based fertilisers and, and, uh, and pesticides and so on, I felt really good about that. The problem was, um, in quick succession, a number of other brands came to the market with organic ingredients in them. And what happened was this. We all were fighting with each other about who had the most organic ingredients. And it frustrated me. Because what we should have been saying, we should have all been banding together and saying, we're actually all using organic ingredients because what happens is we're not, we're not going to have all this runoff that, that's, that's killing river systems and lakes and so on. We're doing, collectively, we're doing a great thing. In fact, we should be banding together and saying, all the brands that don't use organic ingredients, you should. And so why, why, am, I, why am I saying this uh, to you guys? I think one of the things that we realised, and Anas? Anas, you know, watching your um, uh, presentation there, yeah, the calculation there, it was 1,522 tonnes a minute. No, 1,522. It's 1,522 or not. Was it 15 tonnes? 15 tons. Oh, it's per minute. Per minute. Oh, that's better. I thought it was worse. I thought it was. 13, 13, 13 tons for one hour. Okay, so we do 20 minutes. We take, our company will take out 20 minutes of plastic and growing a year. You know, I thought it was 15 seconds. Thank you for that. I feel much better now. Um, my point is, I think um, we as a group, and I've had a chat to a couple of you, and I think we need to actually collectively 
um, advertise each other. I think we, I, I'm going to make sure, one of the things that we, again, recognise that taking 20 minutes of, of plastics out of the ocean ain't going to be a big ding in, over a year. So um, when we launched, look, we've just started coming out with um, our first product that's ocean waste plastic. Obviously, we didn't just chuck out all the packaging that we had and bring in ocean waste plastic because that would be stupid. Um, but as we, as it, uh, as the products that we have, the packaging we have disappears, we will replace them. Um, and then we've got a lot of marketing material to say, actually, a lot of it's going to be saying, ocean waste plastic. The last time I checked, the pricing for raw was about twelve hundred bucks a ton, the, the virgin, and the, and the ocean waste was. 6,400 bucks a tonne, so which is 533%. When he told that, I thought we're never going to be afforded, but obviously the, the process of making it doesn't make the product five times as expensive. The point is, we're going to advertise, as part of our process, advertise where we get our packaging made and um, encourage other companies, make it real, we get it there, that's where you buy it, ring them up. Ring them up. Um, so I would like to say to you guys, we would like to, I think I haven't said this to my colleagues at Kevin Murphy, but I think they'll believe it's a good idea. We should have a page each on all our websites, friends, friends of ocean waste plastic friends, and we should promote each other um, because, you know, we take out 20 minutes. The more 20 minutes adds up to an hour, adds up to a day, adds up to a week, adds up to a month, and so that's what I would like to say to all of you guys. We need to um, do that. Yeah. I'm both incredibly depressed and incredibly happy today watching all this stuff. So, uh, and so Henrik, Christian, you guys, and, and your team, and all that, actually, all. A, a couple of other things. I've got a couple more brands. One's called Eleven, and we've got another one coming down the track next year. Keep your eyes out, I thought it'll be ocean waste plastic. And remember, when you go into hairdressers, Kevin Murphy, Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you very much. Be as later.